This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Welcome to the Dogish Podcast, the podcast dedicated to dog parents and the topics, events, and personalities impacting their lives. My name is Sylvia West, founder of Dog Up in This Bitch Dog Training, and I'm here with my co-host, Jason Arias, founder of Forever USA. Today, we are talking with Aaron Pietro and Michael Benatar about their amazing company, Dope Dog, which has been featured in Oprah Magazine on her first O pet list that she ever did, and they make dope for dogs if you can tell by the name of the company so i uh, just wanted to get down talk to you guys about what you think the value of cbd is for pets your experience with it and um, more importantly jason and i both have pet companies that we created because we are diehard dog mom and dog dads and um i just wanted to know if being a dog mom or dog dad is what inspired you to create your company dope dog do you want to take it well yeah i mean yeah it was james so it was michael's dog but i get to hop in on it because we were dating um and james was his number one person tell me no yeah. just kidding <laughs> um so yeah basically we yeah we started this company out of a need for our own dog mm-hmm. and because of our own dog james is picky i mean you could you could give james's background well yeah i mean your, i don't want james to i mean james james was a puppy he had two acl <laughs> surgeries like back to back uh when he was like three and they kept saying he was going to be you know arthritis and his knees and as he got older I realized that this was going to be a bigger problem. We lived in like a place where there were a lot of stairs, so a little struggling. Slowly, you notice like he, he doesn't want to jump on the bed anymore. And, and he was we so were young. Uh, yeah, well, that he was, was young, but then now he, yeah, and then when so how, we're, how, how, not to interrupt, how yeah. young are we talking? Like like when you say a puppy, he and, was like two and three around oh, that wow. age. Yeah. And so then how did issues. how did he tear his ACLs? I mean, it was just uh, degenerative, so it's just oh, okay. a lot of pits have it. But he was just running around in the park, and then I saw this limp, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of weird. Like maybe he just like you know did something to it, took him in, and it said it's a full tear." So like dogs don't have like real ACLs, MCLs, or something. It's like something gotcha. similar to that in humans. So he had that, and she's like, "Well, the other one might go at some point." And then right after he finished that surgery and was like back on his leg, the other one went. So then he had to go back and get another surgery. So. He's been good. Uh, the CBD has been helping. And that's why we developed Dope Dog. Because at the time, back in 2017, CBD wasn't like a, like a thing. It wasn't like popular like it is right now. You know, everybody knows CBD. You can get CBD, uh, you know, anywhere you can fi- want to find it these days. And I think at the time when we started this, we thought this was kind of a thing that could not only help James, but a lot of other dogs in a similar situation that we didn't want to use well, the medicine, the medicine. Yeah. And the medicine was the issue that I had to keep giving him a uh, tramadol, uh, which was affecting his liver. And I had to keep oh. going into, um, you know, 
the the vet and get blood work and make sure he's okay and everything's functioning because of the medicine like it was like because of the medicine beyond this medicine you have to get checked yeah. so that like red flag yeah so right? that was like the main issue where i wanted him to obviously live longer you know the longer the better and i knew cbd didn't have any uh you know side effects like that and we developed our first cookie, uh, our first biscuit, the common crunchy peanut butter flavor in 2000, like late 2017. And in September, we, we launched the company. Wow. Yeah. But to wow. take it really back, we did. I mean, it started as like, let's put the CBD oil in James's mouth. Mm-hmm. And it was our CBD oil. And then it evolved to let's put it on a treat because it was really our experience of like, how do we you know this works, use it on our dog and then have James picky James like it. So we we're dripping it on other treats. And then the, it kind of was like, that would be a great idea. If this treat was infused with CBD, a treat that James loves, he didn't know he couldn't smell it. And that's how the common crunchy mm-hmm. came about. And we did have just that one product, which is still today our number one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely out of, it was definitely for him. For so this dog. just started out of your guys' kitchen. To be honest. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then it evolved and, you know, it, <laughs> and it like a lot of times people say like, oh my God, like, you know, you started a business. It, it wasn't as easy as it, like we make it sound here. Like there was a lot of variations of things we were trying at the time. And Aaron was working, uh, where, I don't know where you working, but like, she was like, go. And we had this opportunity where not my like, company oh, but closed com- down. Yeah, your company closed <laughs> down and we had this, yeah. like this opportunity where we're like, all right, let's try this out and see. I what- love, I just like love Michael that you painted as this opportunity. You're like, so we had this great opportunity and Aaron's like, yeah, I lost my job. <laughs> well, Aaron had and like he swooped me. He's like, "You got to do dope dog," but no, it was it's a really a lot it was of very, things were happening. It, it was organic. All the stars aligned. Yeah, yeah. it's very organic the way it happened. I think. Yeah, and I actually in- ended up going back to a different job because you know you got to pay the bills and startups are tough. And looking back, it seems like oh, we I would do that again ten times over. But I'm pretty sure in the moment it was probably like, "What am I doing? What am I doing? This is crazy." But yeah, um, eventually. I went full-time dope dog, but at mm-hmm. the moment it was both. So, yeah. Wow. So we can thank James mm-hmm. then and your, and your kitchen of, of, I can only imagine you guys just like concocting in your kitchen with like different ingredients. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so the name, I just have to know really quickly, like where that name Michael's brilliant head. I mean, it was really Where random. All our ideas it, from. At first, honestly, it was going to be called Mr. James Treats. Like, that's what we were going to call it. Oh, yeah. uh, not as good. Uh, that was like the domain <laughs> we had. We, we had, had a all, logo for it, Mr. Yeah, James Treats. We had all that. And I was it just was yellow. I was just like sitting there one night on, on my phone, like going through domains. I buy a lot of domains, like a lot of ideas I have. I'm like, all right, let me go get this domain. <laughs> I realized so I realized that there was a dot dog domain. And I didn't know, like, oh, my God, I'm like, here we go. We can get this. So I looked up CBD.dog, all this stuff, all taken. But Dope.dog was available. So it's, I wish I had, a, like, a better story for it. But it was just randomly me, like, trying to buy domains. And, That's a great story. And then we got That's a great Dope. story. Dope. Yeah, Dope.dog. It's a great name. A lot of people still think it's, like, Dope.dog.com, but it's Dope.dog. Yeah, just simple, right okay. to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, simple. perfect. So I think on that note, we will go ahead and take our first break here. And uh, when we come back, more about Aaron and Michael and Dope Dog. The 
Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us back. Uh, so we're sitting here with Aaron and Michael, and we're sitting here talking about CBD. And this is a topic that's really exciting to me. Um, I would love to know, like, maybe a couple things that are uh, misnomers. So, like, what, what's something that people get typically completely mm. wrong about CBD or, or, like, automatically infer about the business? Because it, especially in the across the United States, California and some of the Cal- uh, Colorado and even Nevada now, They've changed their laws, but I mean, places like Texas and things like that, they're still holding on to some of the older mindsets. I guess the biggest thing would be is at, at the beginning when we started, a lot of people thought it would get you high and people were like, oh my God, I can't believe you're getting your dog high and there's no THC, you know, we're well below the 0.03% of THC in our CBD. And I think that was like probably one of the biggest, right? Like, yeah, I don't, at events, I, like people would walk by and be just be like, oh, like, you know, flabbergasted. Yeah. And there was a learning curve for sure. And it's getting mm-hmm. better. Um, but to be honest, I mean, it is in the cannabis family. And when you think cannabis, you think marijuana and weed leaves. And that is why another reason why we chose kind of the direction of our branding is to make it feel okay to use this great natural plant derived supplement and feel good about it. Like when we started using CBD, we like went into the you know, weed shop in, in uh, Colorado when it was first legal. And I felt like, oh, this is so bad. Like, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm a goody goody, but like, it shouldn't be like that. You know, you should be able to go to your pet store and pick out some wonderful supplement that, you know, um, is safe. So yeah, came you know, there's still work to be done mm-hmm. with CBD, but um, understanding that even though it is part of the cannabis branch, um, CBD is its own chemical. And in that way, it has no psychoactivity. THC is, you know, its counterpart and does a lot of different things, but um, so, so when my dog takes this or somebody's dog takes this, what are some of the effects that like they might notice? So they're not going to, they're not going to get high, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, no what, psychoactivity. What, right. What are the effects that they feel? Yeah, it's more, it's very um, mild in the sense you might not really like feel something. Um, you might, you'd feel more relaxed if you were stressed possibly. And um, the st- a lot of the studies being done are around, <laughs> Um, arthritis mm-hmm. and inflammation. So if you were in pain due to a swell, you know, in your muscle or, or um, inflammation like that, you would feel relief. Um, I would, I always say to people, like when we were at events, I would always say it's like very similar to an Advil, like you t- you take it and it's like, you know, four to six hours, you feel better and that, and you don't want to feel anything different. And I think that's the point of CBD. It's like, you can take it without really knowing you took it, but be like, Oh wow, I feel less anxious or I feel this. And I think for the dogs, you know, with arthritis or joint pain or separation anxiety, I think that's where it comes into play. So they don't freak out that they're feeling different. Maybe and it's it, the absence of feeling. I, I don't know. Something I, bad, you know? I've, well, no, it's, I just, that's why I related to an Advil because it is so like, I take it. You don't remember like, Oh wow. Like my arm feels better. Like you right. don't want to feel like your right. arm floating above your head. <laughs> <laughs> I think just yes. like, yeah, it's a while. Or maybe great. you do, but it's noticeable, right? Though, so like you guys, um, you guys could see this. Like when people give this to their dogs, it's something that they'll notice in their dogs and the way that they're acting or the way that they're uh, they're generally feeling. Like I think we all, you know, have this idea that we can connect with our animals and become aware of that kind of stuff. Um, so I would assume we've never given our dogs any kind of CBD or anything like that before, but just mm-hmm. last night uh, we just noticed that um, our dog Brownie was for some reason back in the master bedroom, hiding underneath the bed, like shaking. She, something spooked her. And mm-hmm. so I think she has anxiety issues. So this was something I was excited to hear about today. If that makes sense. Did we lose you guys? 
kind of oh, there you there are yeah, just froze just a little bit we're back okay um but yeah i mean i i think with the cbd and everything oh our internet connection is unstable with the cbd i feel like the uh effects should be that mild and i think a lot of you know dog parents know when they're giving it to them as long as they're dosing correctly hopefully they can help whatever issue comes up and a lot of it you know a lot of our customers use it for anxiety and joint pain and i think the big obviously with anxiety it's kind of tough to actually see it but you mm. know if your dog is calm and relaxed and you're like okay yeah that that worked but i think with the joint pain and the arthritis especially in james's case and a lot of the dogs the dope dogs that use it i think that's the most noticeable especially you know we have uh, a lot of dogs that use it that are uh, show dogs and you know maybe if they're doing that all day and their joints are getting sore, whatever it is, it's almost like, uh, you know, an athlete, like, let me take a little of this. So the inflammation isn't there. And it's always bringing down that inflammation. And, you know, we use all natural human grade ingredients in our products. So I think that also helps as well. So you're not putting a lot of bad stuff into your dog's body and hopefully just bringing down all that inflammation. Yeah. Especially in humans too. Like, you yeah, know, you been, can take it too. Yeah. I've been putting the dope dropper in my coffee. I was just so going to say, I saw that post the other morning. I was like, yeah. ah, Aaron is now a dope dog as well. Taking it in her coffee. It's been a week. I'll tell you that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is all human grade stuff then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our, you know, our, the treats I've eaten, you know, that's a little weird, but yeah, I've totally eaten the treats. There's, they're, not, they're pretty good. I mean, they smell amazing to be honest. Um, we really, yeah. Um, and then the oils, we were like, okay, well, if we're dropping CBD in our mouth, what would we want? We would want MCT coconut oil because I already did that, use that in my coffee. I do bulletproof coffees and it's a healthy fat and it helps keep you full. And there's a lot of other benefits for that. Um, so that's our, uh, it's called carrier oil. So that's the only other ingredient besides CBD in our oils. And that was what I was putting in my coffee. Um, and we, then we did also come out with a salmon one again, like, hmm, what would, how else could we trick dogs into loving their CBD? Like, Oh, something really fishy. So, um, yeah, really simple human grade ingredients that our dog, dog loved, I guess you can say. Very cool. Anything else? Like what, like uh, what's another topic? Like is something that, um, that people typically get wrong well, I'll try, I'll chime in here, Jason, because I yeah. did. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a fan. I, my dogs are dope dogs. Um, and my late dog was a dope dog right up until the end. And um, I have written several blog articles and done a lot of research into CBD and know that the all mammals uh, process the cannabidiol oils in exactly the same way. So uh, my endocrine system is going to break it down in the same way that my dog's endocrine system is going to break it down. So a lot of the studies that are out there for CBD for humans can essentially be applicable to dogs as well. And I know a lot of clients of mine who use CBD to manage epilepsy um, and things like that, where I think like results are really palpable because, you know, our dogs can't talk to us, although ah, mine talk to me definitely. Um, So what do you guys think about like that? What are some of your testimonials that you get from Mm -hmm. clients who are really seeing the results? Because, you know, like Tallulah would go from being totally freaked out by fireworks to chill and watching TV, you know, so it's a, it's a very, very noticeable, stark change. Yeah, no, it's, it's really exciting. I love the fact that I, I get to be on the phone and emails with my customers still to this day. And I mean, the, the evidence from them is sweep, you know, groundbreaking that, you know, there's a lot that they use it for and they can see the results. Um, anything from as calm as like, you know, my dog slept to, um, these two, this is what happened. I, 
I gave him the dope drop. She would update this one customer would update me every couple weeks. Okay. I gave 500. Then I went to the doctor and then she said this, and these are like, you know, miraculous seeming we're stories. Also, we're also not saying that it can cure uh, cancer or tumors or anything like that. So. Absolutely. And that's why it's all anecdotal. Um, it makes me happy, but it's tough when you can't, you can't claim this, of course. And the studies are, they're there. There's a lot of human studies, as you mentioned, Sylvia, around mm. CBD with epilepsy. And then there are a couple, um, there was one in 2018, just a few years ago for with dogs specifically. So we're finally reaching the point where um, the data is in, it's being tested in humans as, as it has been. And now it's finally being, they're running some studies on dogs um, specifically for osteoarthritis. So this particular study was um, high dose of CBD for a controlled study or double blind controlled study of dogs. And the results were really, really positive. Mm -hmm. No negative side effects. This is just one study done at Cornell, but I mean, there's going to be more of that. And I'm really happy to see this because I think the veterinary community eventually can embrace this as a really good Wait, tool. I, and I think once it's actually, if something, whatever passes, if marijuana becomes more legal, CBD restrictions, because right now in the world of CBD, there isn't a lot of rules and restrictions on, you know, you know, regulations on where your product comes from. How is it, you know, where do you process this and anything? So I think once those regulations hit a little more and there's like a clear stated, you must provide these, this evidence in your product. So you, we all know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it. And, and we do it at dope dog. You know, we get everything third-party lab tested. Our things are tested beforehand with COAs. And I think once more, more of the <clears throat> companies come out and start backing this because, you know, even with us, we have to get different, you know, processors and credit cards and banks, and they still see it as this illegal thing, even though it's, you know, in Whole Foods. And that's a struggle for us as well, because you, you need all this to kind of go through at some point. So when that starts to clear up a little more, I think there'll be a lot more testing going on. And, you know, we've spoke to some researchers about, you know, maybe potentially down the road, you know, backing one of these studies and seeing, you know, how does it work with arthritis or how does it work with anxiety in dogs? And, you know, we're not there yet, but I think once uh, all that kind of goes through, right. I mean, that's like what we're waiting for because it is very sketchy. So if you do buy CBD, if you don't buy it from Dope Dog, but you buy it from other companies, you know, double check, like they have the third-party lab test, the COAs, make sure you know where it's coming from. Because if you're buying CBD at 7-Eleven, probably not the best one uh, that you're picking up in the store. I don't know, but I would just say, just make sure. And, mm. you know, there's a lot of weird things going on. So that's like kind of the, the sketchy part about it because it is still very in this like weird gray zone. Yeah. So it's yeah. been has it, it's been hard kind of getting through some of the red tape and stuff or Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would say if you want to start a CB, CBD business, I would tell you do something else. This is the <laughs> toughest thing to do. You can't do anything you normally can do for a business. I can't ever we can't advertise on Facebook. Can't advertise on Instagram. You can't uh, have a normal credit card processor. Yeah, Square was like, "Bye." Yeah, people just kick us off like uh, our credit back <laughs> back when we first started like our credit card processor just shut off and like for a week we couldn't sell any product. So it's, wow. it's, obviously things have gotten a little bit better now, but we, it's we were still, determined to bring CBD to yeah, the world. So it's just, it's <laughs> not, still here. it's almost like we have like a, something behind us, like slowing us down a little bit because free, we, free. Yeah, all these <laughs> things are just kind of in our path and it's, it's still tough. And even till this day, I mean, there's all these alternative options for people that are in the CBD world. And eventually it will clear up even more. I mean, anything like I can't actually market CBD. I have to like 
give you a different story to get you somewhere else to understand what we're selling. And it is, I mean, I'm sure. Which is so silly because yeah. it's like, this is such a helpful and harmless product or it's chemical, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, but it's very, it's treated very yeah. seriously, like high, high alert. Which I'm sure a lot which of people don't know. Probably good because, you know, there could be that, you know, bad things. And I mean, depending well, on how you like harvest it and you know what you mix it in, you, you don't want people to be false claiming. So I understand, but well, let's, let's take a quick take. break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about like that a little bit. That's, that's kind of fascinating to me. Like, how are you guys connecting with people, even though you're not allowed to like, like what are the unique ways? Talk about what you like do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Quick break. We were just talking about FDA regulation and all of the hoops that you guys have been careening through as you're trying to market this amazing product with relatively no side effects that is truly helping your clients and your dogs. So talk to us a little bit more about how exactly you are getting your product out there because you guys have amassed a pretty amazing following on Instagram. I mean, you're doing all the things. But from what it sounds like, you're literally not allowed to be like, hi, we're Dope Dog and we sell CBD for animals. Mm -hmm. So what's that like? I I think at the beginning, we had this like point when we were talking to people in the marijuana business and they're like, either you go all hemp, everything says hemp, or you go CBD. And we never like understood it at the time. Remember, we were talking to like somebody advising us and we kind of just like stayed in the middle. We were like, we're going to do CBD, but maybe we'll do a little hemp on the packaging at first and see how that goes because maybe store regulations. We didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think when we started to realize like, okay, let's just stick to what we know. And it, it is CBD. We're not going to lie to people. We're not going to, you know, if you go on Amazon right now and you type in hemp uh, products or CBD products, you're going to get hemp seed oil and it's not real CBD because Amazon does not sell CBD. Um, but I think the growth of the company was very organic and you know we're not you know the projection isn't like this it is a very steady walk up a hill and i think the organic growth is actually better for us because we're not just making products and doing random things that don't make sense for the company and i think people that have been with us have stay with us for a while because it is a much tighter community and we're growing you know, we meet people at events, we go to shows, we go to our stores, we talk to our store owners that we work with, um, and a lot of community online. And I think that's the only way that we've kind of seen the growth. And it's not as fast as like some people that have other businesses where they can just put a Facebook ad up and get, you know, a thousand new customers. We can't do that. So for us, it's the real connection, you know, it's coming on podcasts or doing podcasts and talking to people and maybe we get one new customer. And that's, you know, that, that would be great. But if not, it's still like part of what we're trying to do just to continue the growth. And I think, right. Like there's no other. It's worth, I mean, word of mouth is the most, it's Mm -hmm. slow, but it's the most powerful. Like if your best friend told you a story that, um, a product helped her dog so much or herself, you know, you're like going to want to try it. So the, it's more of a lasting relationship I found. So I think we're lucky, you know, we're lucky because we've, we've just made it, we've, been able to get this good product out to a small group of people and they've been able to share it and it's grown this far without any, um, you know, false advertising or any advertising really. So I'd rather have a true customer than someone that's just like, Oh, I saw this on Facebook. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, and I, oh, go ahead, ahead, Jason. Uh, Like, I want to hear like some of these stories and we touched on it just briefly before, but you also mentioned that uh, the word of mouth is so powerful. Like, is there one or two stories, maybe one in particular that has really stuck out on uh, a dog that this has helped or a family that this has helped? And yeah, I mean, I, I keep going back to the, the more, you know, serious issues just because it means so much to customers. Um, So yeah, we have a customer in Florida whose dog was, you know, suffering from tumors. And actually, so that was a word of mouth story. I'm realizing because her neighbor was using THC um, for cancer as a human. Is this Barbara? No. Because I know somebody sent us a video about her dogs. Remember? Barbara. Yeah. Well, tell tell the story then, because I don't know. Well, basically, she 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 wanted to try cannabis on her dog because her neighbor tried it on herself and then she found dope dog and then now she has you know her friend as well using it but basically her dog um shrunk her his tumor um and she just couldn't believe it and i felt like i kind of got a play-by-play because she kept calling me and her dot it's cute like her daughter was calling me to help her place the order because a lot of our customers aren't like so tech savvy but like they'll call me like i need my cbd oil or I'm, you know, so-and-so's daughter, like, and, and it just means so much. Please don't call us, though. No, call me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is funny, though, because some of our customers do call us, and then I'll, it's like, okay, let me uh, just place the order. It's tough because it, it's only us, so we answer the phone. So if you call us, you're going to get us. Um, but it'd be great if you just order online. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, we also, another reason I know that word of mouth wor- um, is working for us is because we did have like a little survey and we, lo- you know, to get feedback from like our customers, what's your favorite flavor? What are you using it for? And um, how do you find out about us? So when I see that, like, what is it like 50% of people are like, oh, I heard from a friend. Like, there you go. That's the mm-hmm. word of mouth in action. Um, okay, go back because this, this was still a little bit interesting to me. So you had, uh, th- was the daughter calling for her for mom? This, yeah. For her mom? Mm-hmm. Because they, we have a subscription program and there was just confusion around, you know, checking out with the subscription with the proper right. product. So she was using our 500 milligram um, dope dropper, which is the MCT oil. It was the product featured in Oprah. Possibly she found us an opera. I forget how she originally Maybe. found us um, after she heard that CBD was great. Um, but yeah, her daughter called and was like, my mom's confused about the subscription. Like, just make sure that it's coming once a month. And then um, she ended up calling me back and they added the treats to it. And I don't know. I've just been working with her for a couple months and I just loved hearing the updates um, of her dog. And then she sent me, she texted the business line photos. Um, Tesha, if you're out there, you know, I love you in Florida. <laughs> Oh, I'll give you a call and see how it's going. And so um, when you yeah. say that, that it shrunk the tumors, like what did that mean for like, whether it's quality of life or longevity, like what, what changes did they notice? Um, well, the, 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 her dog was fine and was going into the doctor often. Um, so just, I think mobility was noticeable. And then like the physical tumor was, see, was visible and then not, cause you know, you can like kind of see it. Um, I don't know like all the details, but she just kind of updated me. Love that. That, you know, doctor was like kind of impressed. Like, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it is what she said. Her doctor said. So I think it feels good to just even have an option of something to do and try. That's not going to have an, I mean, there's really no negative impact or anything like that. And, and I know sometimes as a dog dad, you can feel a little bit helpless because they can't talk to you and there's not a lot of options you can do as far as home remedies and did this work or did this not work and having something to at least be able to, try and see some noticeable effects keeps you from feeling so helpless. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And I just, to chime back in, I think that um, 
Uh, this is just so, I just love you guys so much because I think that you're just the epitome of like really passionate pet parents who just completely shifted their entire lives around to create a product for their pets, for other people's pets. I just find it so inspirational. And I think that it really is an attestation to how deeply our dogs move our lives, you know, and like for all the pet parents out there who love their dogs just as much as, you know, you do or I do to see you guys taking that pet love to this level where you're creating products that are helping people on the other side of the country, you know, with their dog's cancer. I mean, how does that move and shake you on a daily basis? You know, it's kind of tough sometimes to sit back and kind of realize what we've done because it is moving so fast and you're kind of in it every day, you know, emails, calls, you know, meetings, whatever it is. And I think sometimes you don't realize that there are these people that are out there, you know, like it is nice when we hear from the Tessas or the Barbaras or whoever calling us to kind of stop us and like, oh, wow, you know, we're actually doing something great for all these other dogs. And I, that that's the mission of it. And it is hard sometimes to realize it because you are doing it, you know, every day, you know, you know, Sylvia, you're, you're training dogs and like, you don't get to see like the joy later on when like the dog is actually walking well on the leash or anything like that. But you hear, it's like, Hey, you did a great job. Like my dog isn't crazy anymore. It's like, those are the things that you want to hear. And sometimes people don't show you that. And you know, you, not everybody's going to say like, great job, but those people that do, kind of go out of their way like didn't we get a christmas card from somebody that sent yes. us a christmas card uh, and it was like just thanking us for making the product and she didn't have to do that she didn't have to like send us a christmas card which was great our customers are amazing i love all of them i truly do and i we just had um we have someone helping us answer customer like questions and I kind of miss hitting up all of them because people will, they want to share and they write back and they, you know, thank you. This is what happened to my dog. Here's my picture. Like I said earlier, but um, we also saw this when we were out, we were sold well, out on, or something. Hold on. So Aaron said that we have somebody helping us. We don't have just somebody. Aaron's sister helps us respond to customer messages. So it's not just like some random person out we on the internet. Keep it in the family. Yeah, it's oh, all in the yeah, family. It's not like we exported uh, our. Yeah, so it's literally Aaron's sister. sister. And she like texts me like, okay, what should I write back? Because like, you know, there's a lot of questions about like dosing. Mm -hmm. and So mm -hmm. she, I'm trying to like educate her so she can educate the customer. So every, most every ticket she actually like asked me and I'm, so I still see everything. And what I was going to say before is that when we were sold out of our, treats um because we you know the holidays were insane and a lot of backed up with covid i saw very loud and clear how many customers were relying on this for their dog every day that's mm. why they're on the subscription and i was like we cannot be sold out this cannot happen again because i i'm messing up their their plan you know their mm. their recovery plan or their just longevity plan like you know so a lot of people wrote like my dog really relies on this and you know, they're thankful, but they're also like kind of mad if we if we don't get them their uh, CBD in time. So, yeah, it's nice to be reminded that there is a purpose behind this and um, it means a lot to a lot of people. The other, thing, the other thing that you guys brought up a little bit ago that um, was new to me on this is uh, the difference between CBD and hemp. It, 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 you yeah. touched on that briefly. Can you guys kind of expand on that a little bit for me? Yeah. So um, hemp is part of the cannabis family as well as marijuana. So there's a hemp plant and the marijuana plant. So the marijuana plant is naturally higher in THC. The hemp plant, it happens to be really, really high in CBD. 
Um, so that's where CBD is extracted from the hemp plant, which is but, in the cannabis species. But so that's kind of where it gets confused. I also think that the confusion sometimes online is, you know, you can go buy hemp seeds and then hemp seeds. Uh, or hemp oil, or, but that hemp oil is actually hemp seed oil. So there's confusion because it's such a general term. It's like encompassing so many different things. So I think that's why now like CBD is so prominent on a lot of packaging because you kind of need to clearly state what it is instead of just like, this is hemp, you know, hemp something. Right. Cause hemp can be used to make paper and like hemp is Bro. great. It's a fast growing plant. And hemp it's wonderful. Could, and it could, it could be CBD. And it uh, is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So that's the thing. So yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why we chose to use the terminology CBD, but it's derived from hemp. CBD is derived from hemp. Um, so, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Science lesson. Let's take another quick break and then we'll come back and we'll catch a few more topics. All right, welcome back. So we've been hearing all these great facts and all the growth and everything, but uh, Dope Dog also gives back to the community too, as well. Um, and I know that uh, both Sylvie and I have a big passion for animal welfare and uh, the stigma behind uh, rescue dogs. What are you guys getting involved with and what you're doing? Yeah. Well, we've been lucky to, we, to, to attend so many dog events and work with so many rescues. And to be honest, the, the, the rescue people rescuing dogs are doing the work, you know, they, we just are always amazed by them. So from the first year we started, we have in, we've done an impact program. So we basically choose one rescue that's local and meaningful to us and our customers. Mm -hmm. um, and we can we try to make a bigger difference by donating 1% of all sales to that, to our impact partner every year. Um, so we'll donate product as well, because it really does help a lot of the dogs under their care, but obviously a financial support is really meaningful to them. And I think they just go so above and beyond and the rescues deserve more credit. So that's why we rolled out our, and we just, program. and we just finished up with our Christmas our 12 days of giving. So we, we have our customers submit a whole bunch of rescues during the holidays. And then we send out uh, 12 different we goodie bags to all the rescues and supply them with, you know, a ton of dope dog. So I think that's been a really fun one. And we always try to involve the community more in the rescues and giving back. So we always tried to make it like kind of a social thing too, and put it online and, you know, promote these other rescues in different areas, not just in LA, but kind of like all over the U S. And I think that means a lot too, because they get the experience dope dog, maybe in that town, they never had CBD and we're just, you know, sending them and donating a ton of product over to them. And I think that that really means a lot. And I, I it's kind of great too, because you build a bigger community and you get to meet these people or hear their stories and I think when we first started, we worked with a local uh, rescue here, Wags and Walks. And actually, that's where we got our, our little baby Zoe from. Uh, we rescued her. Did we get her before we started Dope Dog? Yeah. So we got her. Wait. I think we did. Yeah. So we worked with Wags and Walks and we did. We would do events and we would donate and we would kind of give out goodie bags like the partner we work with. You know, we give out a promotional like little things so they can take home with their dog you well, know it from helps the rescue. because yeah. when you're rehoming a dog they're freaking nervous as heck mm -hmm. and so the yeah. feedback from the rescues has been like yes please we need yeah. to provide these new dog parents with a little bit of you know support mm -hmm. in transitioning this dog um oh yeah wags and walks and you did the photo shoot for them yeah so did the christmas photo shoot yeah so we really tried to like get into the community and i think a lot of times when you're just you know working at home and you know, I keep going back to like the working, but the community part really does matter because 
without it, it would just kind of be like this weird, meaningless thing yeah, that you're just doing at home. So I think with the community and right now, our partner is Didi uh, Animal Rescue over in where are they? In? Doheny, Doheny. Beverly Hills, okay. yeah. Um, so they're a little bit smaller, but uh, we have a really great connection with them and we do a lot with them. We had our two year anniversary of Dope Dog there. Three, three year anniversary. No, no, it was our two year anniversary there last year. Oh, our three okay. year we three year was COVID. So it was COVID year. Oh. So we did it two okay, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What happened in 2020? So yeah, we tried to like interact a lot and invite people out. And I think it's a, a really big part of it. And hopefully, you know, we continue to grow that and make it even more meaningful because we we actually yesterday on our podcast that we do all about kind of like entrepreneurs and business, we spoke with somebody trying to make a deeper impact of uh, what was, what was he it? He called it social entrepreneurship. Yeah. When so, you're doing, a di- you're making a difference and a dollar. So mm-hmm. you're thinking So I was that. asking him, you know, we, we do this and, you know, we're doing it as like, because we really wanted to, but how do you make it more part of the business? So it's not just, you know, not that it is a second thought, but make it, you know, more like without this, the business couldn't operate. And we're trying to figure out more plans. Like, I think to it's a good idea. And our giving back. Yeah. To, be, to make it like a core part of the business to actually give back more and donate more. And like, how does that look? And we don't know yet. And we're still trying to think. We literally just talked to him yesterday. So we're kind of excited to see how that can be more meaningful because it was a very interesting conversation because a lot of companies don't have that social impact. And if it's the core part of your business, then it becomes, it will stay forever. Yeah. It'll it'll just be there. And I think that that means more, you know, so we're going to hopefully see in 2021 what we can do. That's awesome. So you guys partner with a a different shelter every year or does that move? Yeah. So we did wags and walks um, and now our partner's deity. Yeah. So we we did move, but then we We, thought we might just stay with deity Deity for now. I mean, it was a weird year last year. Yeah. So we were just like, all right, let's let's stay with them this year because we didn't get to do any events. And I think that was the point of like trying to get out in the community. So hopefully this year we're allowed to do something at some point. But uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I could see that being huge, though, Uh, because we've done a lot of work with shelters and visited. I mean, shelters across the United States. And for me, that's been one of the saddest parts is when animals are. I mean, they're, they're actively going through the emotions of being homeless. You can, mm-hmm. you can see that in there. And if there was something that could just help bring those nerves down for them, that would be huge. Even just sure. like having visitors, the number of mm-hmm. dogs that are just too crazy or they're, they're dealing with uh, fence aggression because just random people are coming by and they can't get their, their uh, can't be adopted. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. And then just, you know, on my end, because I used to be in the trenches working in the rescue. That's how I got my start in this whole doggy world. But now working on the end of the pet parent who has just adopted the dog out of the shelter. You know, there is a and I have to talk to all my clients about this. I'm like, there is a decompression period Mm -hmm. that happens. Your dog is going to come home and they will not be themselves for three days. It's going to take them three days just to unwind their body from all of the stress that's happening. So that's where I even as like a dog trainer would be like, hey, you know, CBD might be a really great option to just kind of soothe that process and help make it a little easier. You know, so in the rescue world, you know, we have the three, three and three. You've got your three days to decompress, your three weeks to settle in and your three months to feel at home. So, you know, there's that there's that transition period that is very real that I think 
You know, the fact that you guys are already in there in the rescues and opening people's eyes then and there, that's when they need it. I wish I had it for my dogs when I was, you know, working in the shelter. Like mm -hmm. I wish we had that to provide for them. So we got time for, for one more question. Um, how do you get started? Like if this is a new world to me and, and I really haven't jumped into any kind of CBD for my dogs or anything like where would be a good place to start with you guys? Um, I mean, I, I guess we made our common crunchies, our little biscuits to be kind of that first kind of test, testing the waters of CBD because it is so natural to give your dogs treats. And I think that would be a, a great way to do it. Um, a lot of people, you know, always eventually find CBD when they're, when their dogs have issues. But I think if you know about it before, or you see your dog aging, you know, you can add in CBD now and kind of slowly get that into you know, their system and their routine and become kind of a part of, you know, what they're doing in their, their diet. But yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely what we have found so far. I think a lot of people are just, when they get find CBD, it's because they needed it. And I think eventually there'll be more of, you know, trying to grab it beforehand proactively, proactively yeah. getting it. And I think that's, you know, what we're doing now with, with James. I mean, even though it's post-surgery, but still I know as he gets older, it's going to get even worse, but yeah, I think that's the great way. Just grab some biscuits. Uh, I know a lot of our retailers also have like little samples. You can go in and ask them for a sample to give you one and try it out. We know a lot of dogs are picky, so that's why we, we have offer. Yeah. That's why we offer some samples. We have three flavors, but uh, yeah, some dogs just, you know, put their nose to it or if they love it, you know, you never know. Yeah. And you technically, mentioned you technically have four flavors if you count your Merry oh, Munch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, seasonal yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. So no longer available. I don't. And think. so where can you get some of those samples? You guys uh, mentioned that you're in in retailers and stuff like that. Is it mostly in Southern Cal, or you guys? Where are you guys? So if you go on our site, there's a store finder, and you could find uh, all the retailers on there. Just type in your zip code, and you should be able to find oh, cool. somebody nearby. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, we could also like offer like a discount code if somebody wants to go grab a bag or something like that. We can put it in the description or something. I, I don't know what the, what it would be called now, but we could offer, you know, like what 30% off or something. Somebody can wow. try, try a sample yeah. deal. Yeah. Love that. Amazing. Love that. Love that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and close out the show guys. It has been an absolute blast getting to hang out with you um, and learn about all of these different things, CBD and your pet lives and stuff like that. Uh, Sylvia, it's a blast hanging out with you as always. Eh, you know, it's so, so I'm just over here sipping coffee. <laughs> like, uh, like Michael said, we'll put some stuff down in the comments section of this and mm -hmm. in the, in the description, we'll get everybody hooked up. Get with that your dope code. dog. And don't hesitate to reach out to us. <laughs> you can reach Michael or I just call. Call us, Michael. Apparently, you could just yeah. Apparently, you could just call and just just, give us a call. Just <laughs> chat with Aaron or Michael about at least your talk to Aaron's needs. sister, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Sister might answer too. Yeah, we're all here. We're all here. <laughs> Maybe Zoe if she's in. Yeah, there. yeah. The dogs will answer. We'll make sure to check us all out, right? So we've got Dog Up in This Bitch Forever USA and Dope Dog, and we're on all the major social media channels. Uh, we've got the thirty percent discount that we're going to do for you, the listeners today. Um, and if there's anybody else that you guys want to hear or listen to, make sure to reach out to the Dogish podcast. We'd love to attack those topics for you. So until next time, uh, we like to end everything with a joke here at the Dogish podcast. Uh, so let's see, I've, I've got it pulled up here real quick. I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, don't mess it up, Jason. Come I, no, on. no, no, no. I, I messed it up last time really he bad. Did. He did. He botched it. It was horrible.
And that was the one that I knew. So, oh, this was what, what, what do dogs and uh, cell phones have in common? Tell us. They both have caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good corny joke. <laughs> That's all I got. That's Hashtag all I got. Dog dad. Dog dad, dog dad dog jokes. Dog dad. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so, so much. Thank and you. And we can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>